Hi folks, it's the FPL General here again recording episode 30 of my 59th minute FPL podcast. Recording on Thursday morning, uh, the 4th of April, so Double Game Week 32 is just finished last night. Uh, and I'm going to look ahead mainly in this podcast to Blank Game Week 33, so it's a pretty quick turnaround. Uh, trying to get this out a little bit earlier uh, and I'm going to keep probably keep it a bit shorter than usual as well just just to get a bit of some of my thoughts out there before the weekend it's a Friday deadline this week 7 p.m UK so don't get caught out by that one I'm pretty sure it's a it's a Friday deadline for the next two game weeks so so keep that in mind don't be that person who misses the deadline so I managed to I managed to escape most of the double game week. I was on holiday for a couple of days with my wife in Jersey, so didn't watch too many games, which was which was a good thing really, um, because things went absolutely terribly on my free hit up until last night. So going into the Wednesday night games, I was looking at about a eighty thousand red arrow, uh, which is not what I was looking for on free hit. But thankfully last night Laporte, Kepa, and Hazard saved me. Uh, and and I managed to get my first green arrow since January thirtieth, so uh, a cause for celebration there. A very small, a very small green arrow. Uh, I think I finished on eighty three points, went from about four hundred and sixty k to four hundred and forty k, so about twenty thousand places. But I'll take it. Hopefully, it's a turning point, uh, one step in the right direction. Hopefully, it's the first green arrow of seven uh, to finish out the season. But yeah, pretty pretty disappointing free hit in general, really. Looking at some of the scores on on Twitter today, a lot of people well over the 100 mark, so well done if you did join the 100 Club this week. Um, As I mentioned, Laporte and Hazard really saved me. The only other positives were Aguero obviously got uh, 20 points as captaincy. Frustrating to see him get injured, but that was probably even more frustrating for those who used triple captain this week on him. Sterling disappointing. Uh... The Man United lads let me down big time. I ended up going double United defence. Uh, in hindsight, obviously, people are asking me why did I do that, but the decision really came down to Milivojevic or uh, an extra United defender. And I just really didn't fancy going for Milivojevic, banking on his penalties, but obviously now, looking back, that was the right thing to do. Um, so disappointing to, you know, Lindelof missed the first game and Smalling obviously managed to get an OG just to rub salt in the wound. So those two let me down big time. And Pogba as well, only four points over the two games. Very disappointing from him. I've got a question on him later, so I'll come back to Pogba. Uh, Schlupp, seven points. Didn't really expect much more from him, so that that was decent. And then up front, two... Well, I won't say two donkeys. I'll say one donkey. Iguain Ended up going Iguain Had a strong gut feeling going into the game week uh, that he would do well in the, in the two fixtures. Uh, and again, hindsight, that was the wrong decision. Didn't start, didn't play at all the second game. Um, but yeah, just, you know, I always act on my gut feeling and, and I did have a strong gut feeling for Iguain so I didn't want to go into the game week without him and then regret not getting him. But obviously, I shipped out... Uh, I had Batshuayi as well, so disappointing that he didn't get anything. And obviously, I shipped out... My, my very final decision for the free hit was him at, to keep Jimenez or to get Batshuayi. And I just took a chance, given where my rank was this season, uh, to try and go against the, the grain uh, and, you know, get in a lowly owned player and and bank that he would outscore Jimenez. And, what you know, I, the only game I watched over the, the double game week was United against Wolves, and it was extremely painful. Uh, f- number one, as a United fan, and number two, as someone who sold Jimenez... 
and had Smalling, Lindelof and Pogba. So that was an absolute nightmare. So well done to anyone who held on to Jimenez. I feel I feel dirty for betraying him. Um, I'm looking forward to having him back now for the for the rest of the season. He's a he's a real gem. I think Wolves are going to complete the permanent signing of permanent signing of him today as well, or at least in the next couple of days. So he's been the real star of FPL this season. So what what I'll do in this pod? Uh, just going to mention some of the players I'm looking at for blank thirty three. Uh, take a few Twitter questions and then just mention the captaincy and one or two other things at the end then as well. So we'll keep it short and snappy this week. I know there's not much time to, to get this consumed. There's a lot of podcasts out there for the next day or two as well. So I won't ramble on too long. I'm going to activate my wildcard on Friday night after the Liverpool game. So I've got one free transfer now going into the blank. Uh, so it's it's a week where anyone who's like me and is going to wildcard for 34, you can take a one-week punt. You know, you can bring in a player for one week, whatever happens, you can get rid of him again uh, on wildcard. So I've been, like many people, I've been planning for the blanks for quite a few weeks. So I'm well set up for the game week. I've got 11 players as it stands. Question marks over Felipe Anderson, Adam Smith. So what I'm most likely going to do is probably sell Anderson. I don't really want to have him anyway for that Chelsea fixture. He is, he's been a, he's been a nightmare this season for many of us. So most likely what I'll do on Friday is get rid of Anderson. So a couple of players on my watch list I'm looking at are Aaron Ramsey at Arsenal. He does, I think he did pick up a slight knock in that Newcastle game on Monday night, so I need to look into that on Friday. He, I was surprised to see that Ramsey got the captain's armband in that game. You know, a player who is leaving the club in the summer to join Juventus. Um, but that that's a good sign for FPL, I think, to... Emery is showing faith in him, especially with the armband. So I think that bodes well for his game time between now and the end of the season. He scored two goals in his last three starts. So he's got a bit of form going into that Everton fixture this weekend. So I, I do like Ramsey this week if he's fit. Uh, I think that's where I'll most likely go if if uh, if Mr. Dinnery gives me the green light on his fitness. Uh, a couple of other options here as well, because I know a lot of people are probably going to be looking at midfielders this week more than other positions. So... Fraser and Brooks are always worth considering. Uh, they play Burnley at home. So Burnley are scrapping for their lives. So that's that kind of slightly puts me off the Bournemouth lads who are possibly on the beach, uh, like Anderson and co. So I'm not overly keen on Fraser and Brooks this week, but I, I could still see them scoring well in that game. Sigurdsson is another one who I'm thinking about. The fixture is not ideal. It's Everton-Arsenal, but... Sigurdsson is always an option I think you know he's got set pieces and he's got penalties in, in his locker so as a one-week punt uh, I, I don't think you know Sig- Sigurdsson is the worst shout this week so he's in my thoughts as well for an Anderson replacement uh, a couple of others I'm already tripled up on Leicester so I've got Barnes, Vardy and Pereira but if I wasn't tripled up I think Tielemans would be high on my wanted list this week he's got Pretty sure he's got five attack and returns in his last five games. So he's delivered in every game. So really, real consistency there from the Belgian. So I, I really like Tielemans. Very impressed with him from what I've seen as well under Rodgers. Uh, a classy player. I think he's on loan. Uh, and Leicester will do well to sign him on a permanent basis. But I'm sure there's going to be a lot of clubs interested in him around Europe. And um, that's if he doesn't just go back to... I think it's Monaco he came from. Another player, another midfielder to throw in is Almiron. Uh, hasn't done an awful lot. 
uh, but the, the potential is definitely there for him to do to do well. Uh, and again, a one-week punt, it, it's not the worst shout in the world this week against Crystal Palace. So that's my thoughts on midfielders. Uh, most likely, I'll probably go Ramsey. If he's not 100% fit or you know it doesn't look like he'll play 100%, uh, I may just go Sigurdsson for, for one week. Uh, where else? On, on my watch list, moving to the other positions then. Uh, if anyone's looking for a goalkeeper this week, Kepa is a decent shout, I think, against West Ham. Uh, Schmeichel as well I think against Huddersfield if you don't already have three Leicester um, defenders I'm not really looking to bring in a defender I'm well covered in that area this week Kolasinac is an option Azpilicueta who did very well in the double game week um, up front as well you know a lot of people are probably looking at Lacazette or Aubameyang this week yeah, they've got a double game week on the horizon as well. I don't. I've got Vardy and Wilson up front. I'm pretty happy with those two, so I'm not looking for a striker this week. But Lacazette and Aubameyang definitely worth considering for that Everton fixture. Wilfred Zaha as well. Uh, I think he could do well. He, I think he got two assists during the the double game week. Rondon possibly as a one week punt. Josh King as well. I've got Wilson, uh, so fully expecting a Wilson blank again and, and another Josh King brace. So if you're looking for a striker, maybe you should go for Josh King. So that's that's really just a couple of players to throw out there for blank game week thirty three. Um, I'll talk about captaincy now, and then I'll come back to some of the Twitter questions. So I put a poll on Twitter last night for this podcast. I just put up four options for captaincy. I put up Hazard, I put up Salah, Manny, and Jamie Vardy. Um, now Twitter, it's it's annoying on Twitter. You can only include four options in those polls because if there was more, I would probably throw in the Arsenal lads, you know, Lacazette and Aubameyang there as well. And maybe one or two others like Callum Wilson. But those were the four I put up. I just felt they're probably the four best options this week. Uh, a lot of people will probably argue maybe the Arsenal lads are better options than, than Vardy. But I think Vardy uh, away to Huddersfield is a very good option for captaincy this week. He's currently my vice-captain. Um, I've even, I think I've got a question later about possible triple captaincy on Vardy. So I'll come back to Vardy. The, the results of that poll, first of all, where Hazard got 34%. So he was first, then Salah came second with 25%, Manny 23%, and Vardy got 18, 18%. So not an awful lot between the the votes this week. So Hazard came out on top, you know, mo- most likely because I put the poll up just after the Chelsea game last night and he, he scored very well in that one. So that's always going to be a factor in those votes. But that is where my armband is at the moment. I'm on Hazard captain. He has, you know, he's frustrated me in the past as captaincy. But the big, the big pull factor here is the fixture. You know, West Ham are pants. You know, they've been they've been awful the last couple of weeks. Uh, if, if there is a team on the beach already, it, it has to be West Ham. So I really like this fixture for Chelsea. I think they should win it comfortably. Uh, and I'm, I think I'm going to back Hazard over over the likes of Salah, Mane and Vardy for this one. Um, Salah and Mane, the, the Liverpool fixture is... They, they play Southampton away... Uh, Friday night. I think that could be a tricky fixture for, for Liverpool. Um, I know I heard on one of the other podcasts, I think it was Planet FPL, I think it was James that was mentioning that he he feels that this Southampton fixture could be the trickiest, one of the trickiest fixtures Liverpool have left this season and I tend to agree with him on that. Uh, Southampton are fighting for their lives and Southampton have been playing pretty good pretty good stuff in recent weeks and you know churning out a few results. So I can see Southampton frustrating Liverpool and, and giving them a good game Friday night. So that kind of puts me off Salah and Mane. Uh, Salah's form puts me off him anyway. 
Uh, and Manny, we yes, he's been excellent this season. He is hot and cold. I know you can say the same about Hazard. Manny's going back to Manny used to play for Southampton as well, so maybe that's I don't know. Some people think that's uh, extra motivation. Some people say maybe it's not a good thing. So I think if I was going for a Liverpool captain, it would be Manny this week. Uh, I think his form justifies that over Salah, but I am I am going to stick with Hazard. I think, and I'm probably going to vice captain Vardy then, because I think Vardy's got five in his last five. Huddersfield are already relegated, so you would fancy Leicester to continue their good form. I think they're going for four wins in a row, so I fully expect Leicester to beat Huddersfield comfortably as well. So Vardy definitely in with a shout for the armband as well. That brings me back now to the Twitter questions. I've picked out four or five here that cover some of the main, the main, uh, the main hot topics at the moment. So the first one came in from Frank Walsh. He just simply said, looking at form and value, is it justifiable now to go without Salah and Kane on a wild card? It's a guts of 26 million for two players who are just trickling returns. Um, a, re- a related question then as well from Bobby Bentley, is it time to say goodbye to Salah? So I'm going to be playing my wild card Friday night and I, I really haven't given it too much thought yet, but... <clears throat> Initial thoughts are players, players, you know, highly, highly priced players like Salah and Kane who are not delivering uh, for the price tag. There's a very good chance I'll go without them on my wild card. Uh, I'd probably go with Mane and and, and ditch Salah. Uh, and likewise with Kane, you know, I much prefer the value that Youngman Son offers. He proved it again uh, in the double game week. So more than likely, I'll go Mane and Son. And then there's there's big question marks over Salah and Kane when it comes to my wild card. It's just as Frank said, twenty six the guts of twenty six million for two spots, um, and they're not delivering. So more than likely, I'll go without Salah. But I, I do feel you know with the upcoming fixtures, I, there's a good chance I will include Harry Kane in my wild card. Um, we've seen it. We've seen it. You know, in previous seasons, this is the time of the of the year where he starts banging in the goals in that race for the golden boot. Uh, very surprised that he didn't get on the score sheet in the new stadium. I thought that was written in the stars, but I still think Kane will 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 score heavily between now and the end of the season. So I'm, I'm more keen on Kane than I am on Salah. So yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to activating that wild card and getting rid of all the the donkeys that I have in my team at the moment. Next question was from Mister Dave McNutt. Yeah, great name. His question was about Pogba. So. Simply Pogba, keep the faith, question mark. Uh, and I just had a look back at Pogba's recent uh, numbers. So the points he's got in the last couple of game weeks, he got three, five, minus one, one, two, and two. So again, another player who is out of form and not justifying inclusion in our teams at the moment. I kept him for the double game week, very disappointing. And I did sorry, I didn't keep him for the double game week. I brought him back in because I sold him for Manny in game week thirty one. So that that turned out to be a good transfer, but I brought him back in the in the free hit then, and it was pretty disappointing that he only got four points. So I don't see myself going back to Pogba uh, for the rest of the season. Just watching that United game against Wolves, it was it was a typical old style Pogba under Mourinho. You know, throwing tantrums on the pitch, blaming the other players around him when he was when he himself was one of the poorest United players on the pitch. Offered very little. You know, didn't didn't. Didn't offer much in attack. 
uh, lots of misplaced passes. So he he does he does seem to be playing a lot deeper now. Uh, so I, I'm no longer interested in Pogba. So I think when it comes to wildcard, the only United asset I'll probably be interested in is probably Marcus Rashford. Uh, again, offers a lot better value than Pogba does. So yeah, I think Pogba. Obviously, if you have him, it's a bigger question. I don't have him. I'm not going to get him back. But if you have him, I think there is a strong case to be made for, for shipping him now, given his current form. Next question was from FPL Green Arrow Chaser. Another great name. He's asking about the Leicester defence. Is a Leicester defensive double up for game week 33 worth it? So yeah, I think if... If I wasn't already tripled up on Leicester, I would be looking at tripling up and, and possibly double defence. I've got Pereira. Very frustrating to see him deliver, I think it was eight points during the free hit. Lots of my uh, players I got rid of delivered on free hit, but that's often the case. So I, I like Pereira this week. I also like Ben Chilwell this week. So I really like that double up of the two Leicester fullbacks for the Huddersfield fixture. I think they could both score very well. So I do like I do like the Leicester double up in defence if you can do that. Um, last question I will take is from Jay Ray. Uh, is Vardy worth a triple captaincy against a relegated Huddersfield? So I mentioned Vardy is a good shout for captaincy this week, I feel. But for me, I still feel I've still got my triple captaincy chip. I'm going to have to play it in a single game week. I just don't feel very warm about using it on Vardy this week. Um, yes, Huddersfield are relegated, but we often see once a team has nothing left to play for that the shackles come off and they can improve. You know, they can just enjoy themselves. Uh, and I wouldn't be surprised to see Huddersfield put in a good performance against Leicester. But I, I just don't. I'm just not feeling the triple captaincy just yet. I, don't really like Vardy for it this week, but I mean, don't let me put you off if you are considering it. He could easily bang in two or three goals in that fixture, given his current form, and Leicester are in good form. So, yes, I think with triple captaincy, I do like playing it in a home fixture more so than in a away fixture if it's a single game week. So I'm still eyeing up possibly someone like Harry Kane, uh, game week 36 or 38. I uh, haven't ruled out using it on Salah, but again, most likely I'm going to lose him for on the wild card so maybe Manny will be in the running for my triple captaincy but I still like the idea of using it in 38 uh, when you know games are often pretty unpredictable and high scoring so if you nail it on the last day of the season it's pretty sweet if you're in your mini leagues um, you know pass someone out on the last day I've seen a couple of people mention Hazard triple captain this week against West Ham and I actually don't think that's the worst shout given how poor West Ham are um Hazard found a bit of form during the double game week. So, again, you know, by the time tomorrow night comes around, maybe that's something I'll give more thought to. You know, my season is in the toilet at the moment anyway, so I have absolutely nothing to lose. So, triple captaincy Hazard, maybe I'll give it a bit of thought tomorrow. See how see how I feel when I wake up tomorrow morning on that one. But most likely I'll hold off and, and wait probably for maybe game week 36 or 38 with that one. Cheers for the questions as always, folks. Uh, one or two things to mention just before I wrap up. Um, as always, I will be taking part in the Grand Weekend Tournament on Fantasy Bet this weekend. Um, I've also put an article together for the Fantasy Bet blog this week. It's about one-week punts. You know, With a lot of people on Wildcard this week, I've put together five potential punts that you can take this week. Uh, and I've also put together a differential 11. 
so a few more options in that article maybe that I haven't mentioned in this podcast. So I'll tweet that out when it's ready. It should go on the blog today sometime, I think. Um, if you're if you're playing on Fancy Bet, as always, it's 18 plus and begambleaware.org. Um, I already mentioned it's a Friday deadline this week, so don't miss it. Um, I'm doing a bit of travelling myself tomorrow, heading back to Ireland for a, for a week, so I need to make sure I don't end up missing the deadline myself. Um, last thing to mention is my Patreon, so patreon.com forward slash FPL general. We're into a new month now, the month of April. So the way Patreon works, if you sign up early in a month, it's the best time to sign up because you get a free trial essentially for the whole month of April and you know you can try it out. So maybe maybe if you are considering you know my Patreon offering for next season, the month of April would be a good time to, to give it a free trial. You know, sign up now. See see what you think of it. You know, check out the Slack channel. Check out the the WhatsApp group, the WhatsApp one to one. And you know, you can you can just try it for the month of April. And as long as you cancel your pledge before the first of May, you won't be charged anything. So a good opportunity for people to try out Patreon. You know, it's the Slack channel. I think is the best part of it. There's about three hundred of us in there. You know, conversing on a daily basis and and bouncing ideas. Uh, and quite quite a good number of my patrons are enjoying their best ever FPL season. So that that's always my aim for anyone who signs up to Patreon, is that you achieve your best ever FPL rank yeah, and obviously to win your mini league. So quite a, quite a good number of those are, and I'll be, I'll be doing some tweets at the end of the season, you know, uh, evaluating how my patrons have performed this season. I, you know, it's, 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 I'm happy to say that I'd say about 90% of them are performing better than me this season. So that's, that's always a good thing. Um, I think that's all I need to mention. Uh, good luck in blank game week 33. Um, I'll get a podcast recorded next week for uh, game week 34. So as I said, I'll be activating my wildcard Friday night. So I'll, I'll, it'll be a it'll be a wildcard special next week uh, for next week's episode. So good luck for the game week and enjoy your weekend, folks.